Welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. And once again, y'all have sent in some questions to ask Terry anything you did and I am. Hey, how's your new year been? (laughs) I'm tired. I'm tired and I'm yawning a lot. You know how when you yawn, it can make other people yawn. So I wonder if I... (sighs) That was so real right there. I wonder if I am... Now making all of my listeners yawn. I'm sorry, but not quite. Not quite, because doesn't a yawn do us all good? I hope this episode isn't going to be a yawner. Thank you, folks. I'll be here all week. Remember to tip your waitress. Anyway, I'm back. Today is an episode all about the questions that come in. And I uh, have some for you that I am anxious to answer. It seems like they're always so perfect for me, but I guess any question, if applied to someone, is perfect for them if they have an answer, right? I don't know. I think I'm not getting enough oxygen to my brain. But... um. The first question that I have here today is, do you have a favorite snack? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Do I have a favorite snack? Snacks are my favorite. (laughs) No, that's not not so. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I might wet on myself. I better stop. So um (laughs) you know, that is an interesting Would you, <laughs> would you, <clears throat> would you believe me if I told you that I'm not really a snack, sna- I'm not really a snacker? <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. Oh, I, um, <clears throat> I, uh, have had quite the relationship with, um, food, but as you know, I've shared with you far too much in my confessionals, but I have not really been a snacker. I think because I just move into the next meal. (laughs) So those three meals a day plus snacks, that's... You can interpret that all sorts of ways. You could make the end of one meal touch the 
beginning of a snack and the end of a snack touch the other meal and so so on so forth no i'm joking <clears throat> i uh i i'm not a super snacker but i think i super snacker <laughs> that's my that's my favorite snack it's, it's called a super snack. um i'm not really a snacker per se but i know what this question probably is asking like if i want to nibble on something um that won't run from me uh it would be <clears throat> you know those kinds of little like uh, i'm definitely not into sweet things i'm a salty person over sweet that doesn't mean i don't have sweet things um sugary whatever um but i wouldn't snack on them i would uh just take a little bit and truly that's about the only time you're going to ever hear me say i will uh thank you i'll just take a little bit of that i <clears throat> i i don't i'm not really into like cookies and candies and cupcakes and stuff like that but you sit me down with a box of cheez-its total different question total different answer um I really can't stop those or I don't stop those. I eat and then I, and they can, they do get, make me sick. Um, I don't know if it's just all the flour, but I love, um, crackers and cheese. It's in particular. I, when I was younger, um, I would go over to my aunt Jolene's house where, um, my cousin Tammy and Sandra lived and I just they always had lots of things like that Jolene always had things like that for their girls and um, for my uncle Kenneth and <clears throat> I think uncle Kenneth might have also done the shopping but they always had Cheez-Its Cheez-Its or um, what's the other um, there's another one that's like it but uh but not a cheese it um anyway cheese nips just came to me because i would have hate to let you down on that one uh cheese it's and i always made my way to the cabinet as soon as i got there that was just something she was welcoming of doing and i got myself a handful of cheese it's um I also, when I was super little and still now, but it's, it's taken a sad turn. Hold on to your seats. I love peanut butter. And when I was little, I would go get a spoon, just like a peanut, peanut butter lollipop kind of concept. And I would get a, you know, a big, whatever, scooping of peanut butter and then just go sit with it and lick the peanut butter. And I did that as such a little one. And so that's another thing that I would do as a quote unquote snack to answer the question. My aunt Jolene also had that. She had Peter Pan and they had it in the really big tubs. Like it's with the pop off lid, you know, like the, um, <clears throat> it's not a screw on. It's so big that it doesn't have a, uh, a screw on lid. It's like the plastic pop off lid. It might be like a half a gallon of peanut butter. Right now I hear the can you hear that angel sing? Oh, that was my phone buzzing. Um, <clears throat> and so I would do the same thing there. Um, that is what I strongly remember as being predominant snack things that carried on into my adult life. 
I I do love crackers. I like chicken in a basket crackers. That flavor that's on the outside of the cracker, I love when it hits my tongue and I just want to kind of want to have another one right after that, you know, that kind of thing. The one that I do also remember um, <clears throat> is, uh, oh, Swiss cheese cracker. The little cracker looked like a Swiss cheese, like with little holes in it. So for sure, I uh, partook in that. You know what? You could even sit me down with a box of, um, or a sleeve per se, of Ritz crackers or saltines. I do like myself a cracker. Alrighty. Um, I don't eat a lot of that anymore. I really don't snack that much anymore. When I went through the process of a round of weight loss, I say a round because that was round one, but they, there, there's a round two behind. I have faith. Um, <clears throat> bringing up the rear. <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. Remember to tip your what? Remember to tip your wait, waitress. Uh, I stopped snacking. Um, I it was just something I needed to kind of get a handle on or learn to do. I wasn't like I really don't know why I cracked up so much at the beginning of this because I'm not really a big snacker. But that those are things that I would have done and I kind of stopped doing. But in a mode of comfy whatever, I'm going to go to the crackers. That's what I'm going to do. Um and now I'm hungry for them. What I will snack on now uh, when I turned a corner a few years ago and discovered the world of keto, um, you can be on the keto train with me or not necessarily. It's all good. But um, I do um, snack on nuts. The problem with that is that I, I'm sure I'm eating too many in any given time. But some of my favorite nuts are, I hear someone out there asking that, Um it are uh, pistachios and I think it's because of the activity of it because if I'm snacking it's like I'm kind of losing myself in the moment you know it's not really about shoving stuff down my um, throat but I uh, I love the activity of popping open the pistachios and interestingly enough that is also something that was always at my aunt's house so maybe there's a tether there um, so I do super dig pistachios, but I also like just um, almonds, raw almonds and um, cashews and yada, yada. So that's sort of that. I think I might have beat that question to death. So if everyone feels good about that, I think I'll move on because I am getting a little bit hungry. Um, number two, do you make any New Year's resolutions, and if you care to share, what may they be? Stop snacking is my New Year's re- <laughs> Um. Oh, wow. That was, um, yes, I have made New Year's resolutions, like a lot. Not every single year of my life, but often. I use the New Year as a marker, and I know you might be tired of hearing me say this. This was not a resolution, um, but a couple episodes ago, you and I all had this, uh, I had my own aha moment with you about why I set that 
idea of not leaving anything in my sink um, for a year. Now I'm rolling into year two. It wasn't a resolution, so that doesn't really count. It was just something I decided to do and I did it, which sort of launched this thing in me that now is curious about what goes into the do it um, uh, shout out when people decide they are going to take a do it and then they did it. So I think that this year on this podcast, I'm going to be focusing a lot on that. But New Year's resolutions, because I am a perfectionist, which is a frustrating place to be in, if you know what I mean, because none of us are perfect. So we're uh, chasing something that just can um, leave us shy of the mark, which I would, I hate more than not being perfect. But there you go. Chase your tail. I, um, I do this year. I have been thinking though about the new year. And I think that that's, what's beautiful about the idea of a new year resolution is that you really are wanting more for yourself or something better or, um, to, to go somewhere you haven't been or to complete something that hasn't been completed or you know what I'm saying. So I love a new beginning. And uh, for me, that has everything to do with my faith. And um, I appreciate my faith so much because every day really is a new beginning and every moment can be. I don't want to sound ooey gooey and um, sappy. I do, I do borderline on what can be interpreted as sappy, but I just want you to know, folks, it's the real me. So maybe I'm sappy or maybe I'm just loving life or want to, but I, uh, don't make resolutions, but I appreciate the idea about a resolution this year, I won't go into it if you wanted to call it a resolution, which it's not. But to answer this question, if I should care to share, I please do. <clears throat> and I always, you know, usually there's not too much that's private with me, but I, um, I don't want to lay this one out because I'm still sort of, I'm letting it live. I'm letting it breathe. But I uh, wanted to take on with the same kind of energy um, of go ahead and jump off that diving board sort of energy that launched this podcast and the commitment to stay with it that I gave the no dishes in the sink. I this year um, want to listen to myself and my heart's desires. It may be that it's just singling out one thing I don't know. Or it may be that I am going to nurture and commit to a couple different things. I'm sure you'll hear about it. But <clears throat> that's how I feel about New Year's resolutions. I think that I put so much pressure on myself. And we all know that many, many folks that start a, re a New Year's resolution or have one, that it fizzles out. So... Um, that would be a question like what is behind that, that I don't want to carry over into this year. And it could be, um, 
that the roots aren't very deep in a resolution, that just came to me. I don't know what I mean by that exactly, other than it can, uh, it might not be so sturdy. Some of the things that the roots, for instance, were super deep in this podcast and in my desire, identifying my desire to start the podcast, those roots ran deep and deep and wide. So once I honored that desire, um, it was, it was substantial and I don't think that it would have been as easy for me to roll on that. Um, anyway, I love when you guys send in questions, I've got to say it help. It's like, uh, I'm a processor in my life with conversation and, uh, when you ask me questions, it helps me process my own person out loud with you on, a, on, in a public way, which maybe I should pause and think about that, but I really do love it. So keep sending them, keep sending me your questions. Uh, let's see. Number three. Do you play an instrument? Hmm. I feel like that might have um, come through before. But I don't know. No, maybe I've just talked about it. But um, I'm going to, it's interesting to me. Because I think that a lot of um, people put down things like I want to learn to blah, blah, blah <clears throat> for New Year's resolutions. So I don't know, it kind of struck me to go ahead and answer this one. Um, I, n not really. Um, hmm. I wish I played one really well. I have a couple of instruments under my belt that I have minimum, minimal, um, experience with. One is a piano that I really kind of wish I could play. I This is where I think I've talked about this before, but I don't know. But I will have dreams of me sitting, I'm seated at a piano bench. And it is at a piano that I've seen somewhere in my life before. It can vary where it where the piano is. But I just sit down and in my dream, I know I literally can't play, meaning like I didn't ever get that far. But I sit down with this confidence that I know how to play and I just start playing and it sounds really good. But I know that what I'm doing is not really, there's nothing um, <clears throat> skilled in it at all. I just sit down and I start pressing the keys all over the place. And it, it brings about this and it's very, it's an interesting sound. Um, maybe not identifiable as a song per se, but it still sounds good. So it's in my conscience to, uh, want to play those keys. I did have a, uh, great grandmother and she is no longer with us. She is on the native side of my family and everybody called her mom, mom Rogers and mom lived down the road. She was, I mean, down my little street. She was my grandfather's mother. So she's my mom's uh, grandmother and very small little thing um, and native and um, lovely but feisty. 
And she agreed to give me piano lessons. And I knew that uh, though my folks were not paying for those, she didn't want to be paid for them. I still knew that I was beholden to her to pay attention and to do well because um, she was giving up her time for me. And she was mom Rogers. So I sat and I learned ultimately to, I did, I learned with a metronome about keeping time and um, reading music minimally, you know, I, I still hold that, but I didn't practice it. So it's not, um, something that I can just whiz through and do. I would predominantly say I don't read music though. I know some a little bit. And, um, I learned two songs that to this day I can sit down and pick out still. One is my wild Irish rose, big hit, big hit with my family. And, um, the other one was, oh, I love mountain music. I love mountain music, good old mountain music played by a real hillbilly band. Know it? Are you singing along? I feel very, really strongly that everyone's singing along. My wild Irish rose. The sweetest flower that grows. Those are like sharps or flats up there. I'm just saying. I might be impressing you so much right now. Take time. <clears throat> Take it in. Anyway. Um, so I do have that experience under my belt. Then I think I also talked about this somewhere along the line about that. Um, I took guitar lessons when I was a preteen. Um, and I had long fingernails and the gentleman that was teaching me was a friend of our family, Kenneth Sockwell, if you're listening, Kenneth. And Kenneth asked me to trim my fingernails and I was like, uh, what? And, um, I remember going home saying, he said, I have to trim my fingernails. The things that I polish and are super pretty. Um, no, don't, don't want to do that. So I took maybe four, two or three more lessons and was not really um, digging the fact that he was probably right. I needed to trim my fingernails. So I think, so I, it didn't go anywhere. And then I picked it up again. Some other person was, I don't remember who it was necessarily, was helping me out. And I just thought, never mind. Um, I don't want to. I would, I love the acoustic guitar, um, but, uh, I wanted to use it for my comedy and I actually did. Um, my friends, Jason and Dusty had invited me to, um, to speak at their ceremony and I used the, uh, playing of a guitar or the learning to play a guitar as a metaphor for community. And I don't know if I do say so myself. 
uh, it made for a moving um, speech, if you would, or uh, I don't know, a talk. But um, I never really played <laughs> the guitar. I just used it like I was going to play it. But uh, anyway, um, I do love guitar. I, I just don't play. I, and then, of course, there's the pivotal. I can't leave this out. Um, the, the reed. I felt like there's something else that they called it when they handed it, them out in grade school. The something flute. Uh, I know it's a reed and we learned um, the lion sleeps tonight oh hello is anybody there? Hello? Are you listening still? Is this a yawner? <laughs> that was a callback if you wanted to know. Uh, I think that's it. I think that is it for instruments. But um, I sure appreciate people who play instruments. The musician is very alluring to me. I am married to one and I I find it just fascinating that someone can pick up or sit down at and just go and make music. And isn't music healing? I think that's the part of me that uh, comes from the part of me there that wishes that I was a musician or that I played an instrument because I know how healing music is. And so I would love to have a gift that I could offer the world that would, um, that would offer them encouragement and something that delivers like a salve. And I do believe that music does that. I got a little melancholy there, but I think we've all had uh, the need for some healing and so for some peace and for that salve of music. So I will leave you today to think about where you will go to your source of uh, music, whether it's um, an iPod or streaming on Spotify or something as soon as I say goodbye to you. And why don't you go and just sit for a little while and have some time with music, your favorite artist or instrumentalist or whatever it may be. And I uh, appreciate these questions. Keep sending them in. Um, you can do it on Terry Summers. You can send in questions at terrysummers.com forward slash podcast. Or you can send me questions on uh, my website, terrysummers.com, period. Or you can um, email me one at terrysummers at gmail.com. Or you may go to Instagram and leave one there or Facebook. 
So I hope to get more of your questions and we will um, uh, have a fun time answering them when they come back in. I guess I just hesitated there. Like I didn't lose my train of thought, but I was thinking, I wish I could ask you questions. And I know there's a way to do that. That's a little bit more complicated probably to set up, but I'll figure out you know, I just want a low threshold of pain to be consistent with this podcast, but I know that there's more that I could be doing. I'm just letting you know I'm being transparent, but I wish there was um, a way here soon and I'll figure it out where I, I can ask you some questions and you can either write in the answers or call in the answers. So let me get on that and ask my faithful pseudo producer, Brian Cole, how I possibly can do that. But that's what made me hesitate there for a second. I want to answer more of your questions is the bottom line. So send them in and you have a good, is this your, essentially this is your second week of the new year and we'll just call the first week a warm up. So, um, I look forward to being with you again next week. Go find that piece of music or that person that you want to listen to and bring a little bit of healing and peace to your soul. I love ya. I really do. I don't know who all is listening exactly, but if you are, I just know in my heart there's love for you. Go enjoy. Bye.